This is the Team Lotus Cares podcast. We connect with business owners and managers to protect your business from cyber attackers while providing business clarity empowered by technology. You can make technology for your business more productive, secure, and simple. Now, here is Maria and Curtis. Hello, Maria. Hello, hello. It's another beautiful day here in Florida. It is a beautiful day in Florida. This is the right time of year to live in Florida. It's unbelievably beautiful. It's perfect, not cold, not hot, and not a cloud in the sky. Yeah, absolutely. And dry. And dry as well. No no more uh, humidity is uh, no longer with us. So, so nice. Yes, absolutely. So this week we got a few things to talk about related to uh, IT security and, and um, how it relates to your business. And we'll jump right in. Um, with uh, penetration testing and what is it? Why do we do it? And how is it done? So, absolutely, it, it's really funny. Um, it was heard this conversation not too long ago where um, there was a, somebody actually took offense of um, the actual word penetration test, um, and I thought it was interesting because yeah, it's a scary, absolutely. Um, does it bring a lot of questions as to what you're going to do if you're going to, you know, make any um, adjustments to the network, da da da, da. Um, But for this individual, she actually, it was like a, a, a big thing about the penetration test is, can we not call it that? I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, um, you know, if you think about it, I'm sitting here thinking, is there ever a good, it's not a happy word. Let's put it that way. No, it's just no. not a happy word. I and it it is it used to be years ago. It was you know and even recently in the last this has just changed in the last couple of years. A penetration test was a very expensive tens of thousands of dollars. Yes, and they're still very expensive, but they're not. They they are sometimes less expensive than tens of thousands of dollars. They can be over tens of thousands of dollars too, depending on what you are testing against. But they used to be only really used for companies that had, you know, very secure information, banks, financial institutions, think big, big enterprises. But penetration tests have become now uh, more common, just like, you know, there were features on cars a few years ago. Bluetooth was a big thing 15 years ago. Now every car has Bluetooth. Penetration tests are becoming that for small business. Uh, we actually, uh, now I think for about a year, have been enduring um, voluntarily a penetration test of our systems um, because it tells you a lot on, because what it is, it's somebody pretending to be a hacker. They're trying to infiltrate your system, penetrate it. And so that is the essence of a penetration test. It's a, it is what we call white hack hacker uh, versus a black hat hacker. It's someone who hacks for good or ethical hacker. And they're trying to access your system. Then they're going to come back to you and say, here's all the things that I discovered by trying to hack into or penetrate your system. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and, and ultimately you want to know how well did you fare that? You know, do you have everything in place? Um, and it can surprise you that the smallest, um, uh, maybe the, the, the wrong software to protect you or just us, you know, a small little hole is enough to, um, 
to create that um that potential breach. Um, you know, and, and it's good that these um solutions have come forward um because the small businesses were being left out and a lot of the um of uh, large penetrations that have been out of the hacks and the breaches um have been been a segue through a small company then then led up to a larger company being affected and then ultimately lost of uh, millions of dollars and in some cases um the small business has closed their doors cuz they can't survive it um so it, it's it's good that it's out there um and we do have some um partners that uh facilitate these um these solutions, which is we can bring forward um, to our clients. And, and of course, we also want to make sure that we have um, these uh, solutions in place for ourselves, because after all, um, we don't want to be that um, potential target that can potentially harm others. So we want to make sure that we're eating our own dog, dog food, as they say. <laughs> and you mentioned, too, that, um, you know, a lot of business owners, well, you know, and we've heard this hundreds if not thousands of times i'm too small to be a target and right you probably are too small to be a target but you're a perfect conduit to a much bigger prize because you likely could take care of bigger clients customers that would be the target so you become the conduit and that's what we worry about um because we can be a conduit to our our um clients and so that's why we signed up uh, you know, it's been more than a year ago and started getting um, penetration tests for ourselves and our staff because we want to make sure that we're secure for those of us that are uh, our clients. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it, it's just uh, the same premise of, you know, the criminal casing um, looking for that opportunity doesn't always, you know, it's a much easier to to go through a small, smaller target versus, you know, um, a larger organization, you know. Um, so being that preparedness, um, you know, because they definitely have a lot of times in their hands and, and being going through and just kind of sitting there and watching and listening and, and going through data um, as to and finding that right opportunity is like, oh, bingo. And now that's worth to them millions of dollars and have their, um, you know, selling their, their opportunities out there. And, you know, as people, as has been often said, the dark web, and that is a real thing. Oh yeah, it is a very real thing. We actually generate a report every month. Um, and we do watch, some clients do pay us to watch the dark web to see if their identity shows up and we can alert them immediately. We send them an email, it's automated, that uh, their uh, identity has shown up. And a lot of times these identities come about because somebody's hacked, you know, we just heard, I think, was it um, one of the large SARF cell phone carriers was just hit. I think it was T-Mobile. I could be wrong off the top of my head. But, you know, many, many companies have been hit. Um, uh, uh, Robinhood just got hit, the uh, trading app, uh, stock trading app. So they just got hit. And, uh, quite a bit of information was uh, pulled out of uh, their databases and is being sold on the dark web. So this happens all the time. I, it is now just a regular occurrence. So we scan for some folks all the time for these uh, dark web things. There was actually an attack over the weekend that got uh, didn't get a lot of attention, not as much as you would think. 
Um, I think some of the information is just beginning to come out, but someone hacked the FBI's email system over the weekend and actually sent spam emails to thousands of people and companies warning of a cyber attack. Now, they did not send any malicious attachments, but they did um, have some you know, links in some of these emails. We're getting some information about this. Not a lot, but um, the thing that you need to do is if you this week or any time in the future, if you get emails, texts, or calls from the FBI or the DHS or the IRS, don't share it and don't take any action until you've verified the message. Most likely, if it's an email from one of those, uh, you know, alphabet letter groups, um, that's typically not how they're going to uh, be uh, reaching out to you. Matter of fact, just the other day, I got one from the Federal Communications Commission. And so I reached out to Marie and said, did you request this? And she had. So I verified it was legitimate. Right, right. So it's interesting um, as to, you know, no fish is too big and no fish is too small. Yeah, no fish is too big at all. The FBI, I mean, somebody probably felt really good after this weekend, after uh, breaking the FBI, or they were very scared. I would be more along the lines of very scared. <laughs> when, when is someone going to be knocking on my door with the uh, blue jackets with the yellow lettering on the back? It, uh, or it could be very exhilarating to them. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> if, you are the, if you're that type. Uh, another uh, tech news this week, uh, Microsoft has, uh, well, so Microsoft every First Tuesday of every month releases a series of patches that fix things in Windows and Word, Office, Outlook, things like that. Well, they released a patch back in August for a vulnerability that was found in Microsoft Windows and also Microsoft server software. Well, <clears throat> one problem, it didn't work. I just did not fix the vulnerability. So they have went back to the drawing board and they're like, um, hold on, we'll get back to you on this. We're going to figure this out. So. They uh, have not released an update for this uh, vulnerability that's been discovered quite yet. So the only thing you can do at this point is sit and wait. There is a workaround, but it's a horrible workaround. And um, all you can do is to encourage your users to not click links, which could open up this uh, vulnerability. Email, links that are uh, sent to them via email. Yeah, the, and that's just it, right? And, you know, how do you want to make sure that every single employee and every single person that touches your your um, your network um, is going to adhere to all of the, um, you know, the rules? And how do you watch that? How do you monitor that? So do you have the provider that has the right resources to make sure that they, they are doing this on your behalf? And they're alerted. And what is your protocol for that? Do you have a plan in place? Have you tested it? You know, when was the last time you saw the results of those tests? Um, so, which is why, you know, developers and engineers and they're constantly looking just as the cyber criminals are out there um, constantly looking for those opportunities. You have the same on the opposite. So the guys that are wearing the black hats and the guys that are wearing the white hats um, are always in that um, game of making sure that people stay safe. And then, of course, others are that looking for the opportunity to make that dollar. Absolutely. Another opportunity that criminals are going to be using very uh, soon is Black Friday scams. Last year, and, and this 
this blew me away when I read this. I just read it this morning. 30% of people in the United States reported receiving a phishing message related to Black Friday last year. So if it was a success last year, we can probably count on seeing them again this year. Just remember, if the deal's too good to be true, it's probably not a real deal. And ultimately, you'll just be uh, tricked into becoming a victim. Right, because even a trusted email or uh, a logo that you typically at first glance say, oh, that looks like Amazon, or yeah, that looks like Target, um, you could be sure that they found a way of making sure that um, that it looks very convincing. Yeah, and, and, and if you own a retail location, you're probably already short-staffed, so your staff is probably already uh, doing much more than they probably are should be asked to do um, because you just can't find people to work. But they also are warning that employees in the retail industry need to be extra aware because of the amount of emails that are going to be coming in related to Black Friday scams, that it's not just the consumers that need to be aware, but also the employees in the retail industry as well. So Absolutely. Scary. But I, they, the they, season. <laughs> yeah. This season, absolutely. Well, one of the things that we offer, and uh, we've made it easier to get, is we do offer these. Uh, Maria sends out an email every Wednesday morning that um, lists some just quick tips that you can do to protect yourself. We call them cybersecurity tips. And since they come out weekly, we call them weekly cybersecurity tips. Well, we made it a little bit easier to find them now. You just go to weeklycybersecuritytips.com and just sign up there. We won't send you any spam. This will be the communication you get from us every Wednesday. And again, it's just a different uh, little uh, excerpt that uh, comes out every week about something you can do that's usually pretty simple about protecting yourself. Absolutely. Here to come in the near future, um, we do have um, other tips that are a little bit more advanced for those that are more technical savvy and feel like they have more to, um, that they want to follow through on the protection of their um, uh, business. Um, so keep tuned. Um, that will be coming soon. Absolutely. And uh, look forward to that. And again, they, they come out every Wednesday. And believe it or not, I still read them as too because I'm not involved in writing them. So, so I read them as too, as well. And uh, for me, it's a great reminder of things I can talk to when I'm talking to clients and and seeing a lot of folks face to face, even friends. You know, say, hey, well, there's something I should be doing. They say, you know, not you mention it. And so it's a uh, it's a it's a great uh, just a great reminder on how to protect ourselves. And again, it's easy to find. Just uh, go to weeklycybersecuritytips.com and you can get signed up right there. Well, that seems to be um, our our podcast for today. Thank you so much for um, joining us and um, look for us to the next time. Absolutely. Have a great week. Thanks, Maria. Great. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Team Lotus Cares podcast. This is a free service of Lotus Management Services, business clarity empowered by technology. Visit us on the web at lotusbusinesstech.com. The Team Lotus Cares podcast has been mixed and directed by Marcus Escott.